Alrighty, well, uh, welcome back to another episode, and uh, before we get stuck into it, uh, we've actually got some news, news for ourselves. <laughs> uh, it's a pat on the back, really. Uh, well, it is, yeah. So, if you did happen to listen to our uh, last episode, uh, you would have heard me talking about uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, uh, did you, did and you his know? relationship. Yeah, and his relationship. Uh, did you know of the future? Yeah, that yeah. hadn't come true yet. But um, but th- that episode was published on the Wednesday, and we got some news on Saturday morning, didn't we? Yeah, the marriage is over. <laughs> so two things: either we correctly predicted it, or one of them is listening. <laughs> Hugh Jackman has said, "Oh my god," or um, or his wife is just wow. Yeah. That makes sense. It all adds up now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so Australia's uh, golden couple is gone. Now, they were married for 27 years, yeah. and uh, they've been described as one of Australia's most enduring couples. Now, 27 years, while a long time, I could name 100 couples. <laughs> Just off the top of my head, have been married longer than that. So... Yeah, whatever. That's not even a milestone, is it? No. Like a but see, he would never reach a 50th wedding anniversary because she's so old now that there's no way they were going to get to 50, for example. Oh, gosh. What is the age difference? Oh, it's, oh, I think it's 13 or 14 years. I haven't looked it up. I know it's pretty major. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what did Hugh Jackman say? They were... They were starting new journeys, <laughs> which, you know, we've had word of the day as being a euphemism. That is a great euphemism. I mean, anyone that's been involved in a marriage breakdown, you don't simply start another journey. They are nasty and bitter. (laughs) And if they're not nasty and bitter, then you weren't invested in the first place. So either it was just a convenience marriage, and he said, well, ho-hum, I'm just starting a new journey. But no, marriages don't end like that. (laughs) I don't think so, no. No. I don't think so. He's looking pretty old now, isn't he? Yeah, he's my age, so. Yeah, 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 old, yeah. All righty. Well, let's get on with today's episode. And um, you're probably looking at the title of this episode and thinking, "What? What am I about to listen to?" <laughs> but uh, on this show, we do speak of the real subject subjects, and this is very much a real subject. <laughs> well, it is, and it actually, uh, well, the wacky headline that we come up with leads into it. So, yes. Yeah. So let's get into it. We'll yes. Read the headline. Let's get to our wacky headline. And um, a lot of people would have seen this, but uh, Delta Airlines flight mm-hmm. forced to turn around after diarrhea incident. There was footage of this incident. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. So I have seen it. It's horrible. It's horrible. So a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona on Friday night was forced to turn around after a passenger had diarrhea. Right. <laughs> so. There was uh, <laughs> so it was two hours into a, a eight hour flight. Was yes, it? eight hour stint. Yeah, so yeah, so you think two hours back, you may as well just keep going. Really? <laughs> oh no, not really. Yeah, I, I mean, think they were afraid that the snack sales would have dropped. <laughs> and I think on the footage, um, just before the incident, you could see hear someone who was next to a crying baby, and they said, "How could this flight get any worse?" <laughs> it did. <laughs> Oh, but this, I mean, diarrhea is 
bad at the best of times. Yeah, but, and, and uh, it was actually described as a biohazard. Is that correct? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. The captain uh, announced over the speaker. It was a biohazard. Yeah. <laughs> this poor person <laughs> has to live with the fact that their ass is a biohazard. <laughs> You know, I think this would make a really good movie. <laughs> do you? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. How would you do that? Well, I'd say you go to the people, uh, well, you have to first name the movie. So I'd go to the people who made snakes on a plane, <laughs> and I think they'll come up with something. <laughs> but then it could become a franchise like Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know, I'd say the villain, right, would start out as, say, a moderately large actor, <laughs> and then say for... Whatever this is called, two, you say Lizzo could come in. <laughs> oh, no. How did I know that you were going to say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you imagine. I'd go and watch that film. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the airline has, uh, you know, they have since uh, apologised to their customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. That's a really, again, a nice use of euphemism. <laughs> Delay and inconvenience. We were swimming in shit. <laughs> oh, uh, that me. was that. That would be. I mean, for the person involved, you have to feel for them. And oh. I just wonder if they were on board. And they don't know if it's a woman or a man. But no, it was never said. Yeah. Let's just say they were part of a couple. Do you think that ends the relationship? Because oh. I don't think I could keep going out with someone after that. Oh shit! It'd be hard. It would be. It would be extremely hard. So, <laughs> it's just a biohazard, it reads. Uh, we had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, so they want us to come back to Atlanta, the, uh, <laughs> said the air traffic pilot did. But, yeah, what an incredible story. I mean, I have seen the footage and it's... it's oh, I've seen the footage. It's horrendous. Yeah, but... I mean, what do you have to eat in well, order to... But surely at some stage you must say, I'm in trouble here. And wouldn't you just run to the plane toilet, knock everyone out of the road and just get in there? Yeah, 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 you would. Mm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I just wonder if that person's photo was now up at all airports <laughs> with a do not, do not allow to travel. <laughs> so, you know, instead of having like a... You know, the red circle and the line across. Yeah. Brown circle <laughs> with a line across. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. But it'd be hard to live down. Oh, it would, yeah. Yeah. Like, but then you, I probably know people who'd probably be proud of it. <laughs> they, would, they would really own it. <laughs> There's plenty of stories I think we both know that could come out of this episode, but yeah. uh, we might... Uh, family yeah. members in particular, but... <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is, this is a... Um, it's not a new thing, this happening. No. And look, being on a crowded aeroplane, yeah, that's one of the worst places for this to happen. But uh, I guess there's places that are equally as bad, if not worse. Okay, yeah. Have you, have you got any examples of, well, uh, I mean... I've got a few examples, and I'll, yeah. I'll just start off with one, which uh, happened in the 2021 California International Marathon. Okay. And there was a runner, she, her name is... Addie, Addie Zerina, 25-year-old, and she was in a second marathon. Okay. And there was a field of, well, there was 3,000 women competing, so it was probably men and women. Anyway, she had set a pretty good personal best, or well, her first marathon, and she wanted to beat that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she had eaten a mushroom pasta 
that morning. <laughs> and that, you didn't think that was a problem. But at the seven mile mark, and you've got to remember, they're 26 miles, these things. So Yeah, it's a long way, yeah. 19 miles. That's a long, lot of running to go. Yeah. Well, that's when the accident happened. And uh, anyway, she knew that she was going pretty well. And she didn't break her stride. She just said, well, you know what? I'm going to keep going. Just keep going, yeah. So that's okay. I mean, good on her. Like well, a, se- seven miles in. Yeah. Right? So this happened twice more. So three times she has had diarrhea <laughs> during the run. And she was actually the on... Same t- run. The same yes, run. Yes, this is the same marathon. Oh, no. Now, um, with five miles to go, she was actually on target to beat her previous time but unfortunately uh she said her legs started to feel very heavy uh and quite uncomfortable yeah and she finished she said you know i might as well finish with shit all over my <laughs> legs <laughs> as well yeah you know, i might as well finish rather than pull out and still have shit all over my legs so, yeah, yeah 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 so, so that's what she did now she ended up finishing 30th okay. which remarkably was where she was placed at the seven mile mark <laughs> Which, because I don't think anyone wanted to pass her. <laughs> Imagine you would keep a healthy distance. So maybe if she had come out quickly and been leading, she could have won that thing. <laughs> she could have. <laughs> but they, it's just... Oh, the poor I mean, girl. Yeah. But it's not unusual for this to happen to marathon runners because you lose control of your body. Yeah, well, I mean, such endurance, isn't it? Mm. It's very common. And I believe it's got a term for it. Um, I think it's called uh, runner's gut. Yeah. Or runner's stomach or something. And I think that's where, where the diarrhea derives from is you have the runs. Yeah, right. Well, so I'm assuming. I don't know. I, I might have to fact check that one. But uh, yeah, that, but that, yeah, that certainly you know would be a terrible place for that to happen. I still think, though, the aeroplane is worse than <laughs> yeah, it's a enclosed space. Oh, I mean... Oh, Everyone what, knows who you are. Enclosed spaces, yeah. yeah. I mean, what about... Out in space. <laughs> well, well, I guess, yeah. but they eat some pretty funky stuff out in yeah, space. Yeah, that would be that'd be mm. shocking place to have diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got any space stories, but what, what have you got? There? <laughs> no, oh, I mean another marathon runner. Yeah, um, it was a Swedish guy by the name of Michael Ekvall. I think uh, I've got it up here. Yeah. Oh well, the headline reads: "What happened to the runner who shit himself during a half marathon?" So there's only half marathon. Yeah, okay, but yeah, it's Michael. Val, shit himself in the midst of a half marathon, right? And uh, he he did get the uh, nickname Poop Man. (laughs) 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 Uh, This is back in 2008, and um, he finished in 21st place, Mm. right? And, uh, I mean, it's what an embarrassing thing, but how courageous to continue going. Like, why? I mean, right here, he says... That uh, in a post-race interview, he uh, a reporter asked him, "Did you ever consider stopping to clean clean yourself off?" And he goes, "No, I'd lose time." He explained, "If you quit once, it's easier to do it again and again and again. It becomes a habit." Mm. Yeah, so I can see that you can lose time, but you may gain some self-respect <laughs> and some dignity. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but and here's the great thing about living in today's world. That happened in 2008. Yeah. We're in 2023. And this thing doesn't go away for him. No. He's plastered over the internet, just like his undies were plastered <laughs> on that day. He's a Swedish hero, really. <laughs> He's a, you know, I've always had a thing about marathon runners, though, that they are 
well, let's say a bit funny. Because, well, I mean, look, the, when you've had diarrhea in public and all you're worried about is losing time, that you've lost handle on reality. Yeah. I mean, surely as soon if you feel something coming, you're out of there yep. and try and preserve your dignity. <laughs> yeah. Not go for a personal best. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But those marathon runners, like they... They're running so far, like they cook, they cook themselves, don't they? Yeah, and they and they reckon that they're a bit like hazy in the head. Well, see, the, the marathon was in the original was the original Greek Olympics back, you know, however long ago it was, a thousand years or whatever. Yeah, and it was some guy had run like a long way. He's a soldier to get a message to whoever he had to get to. Oh yeah, and he yeah. ran really hard, and about I think it was forty two miles, which is the distance, and he died at the end of it. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't clear whether he'd uh, had diarrhea or not, <laughs> but he did die. <laughs> yeah, you see him, and they finish. They got to like they're in wheelchairs and everything. Like they've got to be pushed around. Yeah. They cannot. Physically oh, you've go seen them like, when they their legs go to spaghetti and they are crawling. It's it's a cruel sport. But, it is cruel. But, uh, I've, I've had enough of marathon runners. But yeah, uh, yeah moving on from marathon moving runners. on from marathon runners. Now, where I'm going to next is politics, and. Uh, in particular, American politics. Now, oh. the numbers of politicians who are 70 plus, 80 plus, and even into their 90s, means that this problem is only going to get worse. <laughs> the, the, I mean, there's been stories about Joe Biden, who's 80, yeah. uh, like in front of Camilla. Yeah, um, and the Pope. Yeah. But I think in fairness to Jerry Biden, uh, Joe, Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden, Joe Biden. <laughs> in fairness to him, I think he just turned around and saw... Camilla and didn't realise and then just got really scared. <laughs> so, so I'm not saying that that's his fault yeah. in that case. But but the politician I'm going to single out here is Jerry Nadler. Now, if you Google this guy, he's a very unhealthy looking man. Yep. Horrible looking individual. In his 70s, there was a press conference. He was standing on a stage uh, alongside Nancy Pelosi. There was a noise, a terrible noise. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> after the noise... There was obviously a smell, and people on stage were looking uncomfortable, but the most uncomfortable was Jerry Nadler himself. He started inching off the stage sideways in a crab fashion, obviously trying to keep everything intact in his pants. And it was, and you can see it on YouTube, it is very clear what happened, and uh, it was just a terrible incident, but... That says so much about American politics. That's the people I have that they uh, they've lost control. Like they've actually like Diane Feinstein, who's ninety, she's getting around in a wheelchair, and I dare say she has this issue as well. But her daughter has actually got power of attorney over her financial affairs. Okay, <laughs> and she's still in in Congress. <laughs> so I can only I see this this problem getting worse and worse. Yeah, I have seen that. that like she has a. People whispering in her ear, telling her what to say, and yeah. that she's not capable of acting. Well, she's unaware of what she's saying, yeah. and they say just, just vote yes, yeah, uh, and she, oh yes, yeah. this is an idiot. So not only are these politicians losing control of their country, they're, they're losing control of their sphincters, <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. So this problem, I, I see, it's a growing problem. Oh, it is. Yeah, and, and I can only imagine it's going to get a lot, lot worse. Yeah. So current Prime Minister Joe Biden, uh, there was Prime president, yeah. Sorry, President. He shit himself in Rome. Yeah, uh, when he was visiting the Pope. Yeah, Pope. or the Pope. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, moving on. There's. I've got a. I've got a great diary story. Okay, um, go and on. and uh, this is in occupied Norway, World War Two, occupied by the Nazis, obviously, and. Yep. Um, there was a resistance built up. Because a very strategic place to occupy Norway. Yeah. With the harbours and access to different places. Well, it's got a massive coastline as well, mm-hmm. right? So, and uh, speaking of the coastline, right, uh, a lot of the communities communities along that coastline, right, they're all fishing villages, mm-hmm. right? And they their prized catch was sardines because they fed Norway yeah. and the Germans love this, you yeah. know, and they obviously had... So because the Germans love sardines, that was their Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. But they love this because they could supply their army with the sardines because they can tin them, yeah. you know, and can sardines for the, in the factories and whatnot. But um, what the Norwegian resistance were planning yeah. <laughs> right? um, there's this there's this oil they, that you they were getting from england right it's called croton oil mm-hmm. and it's an extremely powerful laxative who discovered this <laughs> an unlucky chap i think <laughs> <laughs> but is it, it just it, yeah. i mean is it used in laxatives is it oh, i must yeah it must it must be like a purest form of it okay maybe. but anyways they are they must have made it quite tasty as well they must have because yeah. that, that, I mean, that's terrible. If they've made that croton oil real <laughs> tasty and moorish. <laughs> so they, they, they've asked England if they can have some of this oil, right? They want to yeah. sabotage some of the German attacks, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, they, they complied mm-hmm. and they sent over as much as they could. And uh, what they were doing, they t- instead of using the vegetable oil, yeah. Right. They were using this croton oil. And now these sardine cans were getting sent to Western France mm-hmm. where um, the Germans had their U-boat. U-boat um, cruise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cruise. So you can imagine being in a U- U-boat. See, right? not too bad if you're just on a ship. That's okay, yeah? yeah. Just hang over the side, no problem. <laughs> but a, a U-boat. Oh, oh that's terrible. I mean, cramped conditions. Yes. Uh, you can fit around about, you know, up to 30 or 40 men mm-hmm. in these, uh, you know, little submarines. They don't shower. <laughs> they literally, they're sleeping on top of each other. Like, horrible, horrible conditions. Mm. Right. Now, can you imagine that environment with about 30 or 40 blokes no. with uncontrollable diarrhea? Terrible. And see, they, they can't surface because if they get seen, they die. That's right. Yeah. Although I guess they must have been pretty tempted because <laughs> <laughs> that is just terrible. <laughs> so what? I mean, I don't know the toilet situation on a U-boat, but wouldn't you know, just just flush it out in the ocean? I don't know. I don't really. know. Well, no, I suppose you can't because the ship is all well. It's pressurized. Yeah. So. Oh my god! Horrible, it's, horrible conditions. And some of these missions that they're doing would last anywhere between three weeks and six months. So was this plan hatched by, like, 14-year-old boys <laughs> as a prank? <laughs> it could have. <laughs> because they had... They were, <laughs> or was this, like, the finest minds in the Norwegian resistance? <laughs> <laughs> it was a great job. Yeah. yeah. But um, they even had other one, um, 
operations going, they um, would spike condoms They'd, with itchy powder, right? Mm. And soldiers and women and that would just go into hospital with them. They reckon that they caught SDIs and some pretty wacky things. So. Yeah, well, the Norwegian resistance sound like a pretty <laughs> wacky bunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah but it, what else did they do? Like have banana peels outside the doors of the <laughs> things like that? <laughs> uh, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Well, see, I've got a similar story. Yeah. And that on the Russian front, um, the German tank divisions. Okay. When they yeah. invaded Russia, it was actually in the spring, in the uh, late summer, in the early summer and late spring. Anyway, um, they contracted a lot of diarrhea. But the problem is there was three and four guys in a tank. And the problem is when you're out driving, if you stop and get out, you're probably going to get shot. So I'm saying that is probably the worst place to get it. Worse than a crowded airplane, worse than a marathon, worse than on a set of live TV, <laughs> because the fact is you're going to die. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was pretty unfortunate for them. Depending on the severity of the diarrhea situation. Oh, it was Because diarrhea can kill you. Yeah. Like, depending on what you've got. Right, mm. you you lose so much fluid. Yeah. So I mean, I can't imagine those tank crews would have had a lot of water with them. No, so. Well, they wouldn't. And also, you know, like if you didn't get out, um, that would make the tank uninhabitable. <laughs> so, you know, and in, uh, it was just a terrible situation. I, they were they were rough days. Yeah, they were. They yeah. were really really awful. Mm. Really awful spot. To get it. Sorry. Um, I still think that space would be a terrible one. Yeah, I haven't seen any stories about no. space. I mean, actually, no, because you've got a suit on, don't you? Well, you do. You've got a space suit, so yeah. you can you can easily. Yeah, hide but it. I don't think they they're not in space suits all the time. Well, but, actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but there's no gravity. But unlike <laughs> the aeroplane, yeah, it's not running down the aisle. <laughs> It could be floating <laughs> yeah. in your spacecraft. It yeah. would be terrible. Yeah, what a, a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. Alrighty, well, um, we got any other shitty stories to finish on? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where we go to after that. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're all done here. So, But it's uh, a sort of story where you might feel the urge to have another story in a minute. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> no, I, th I think we're done. Yeah, I think we are. So, alrighty, well, uh, we we better finish up the episode. So, um, before we do, have we got a word of the day? Yes, we do. And the word of the day, surprisingly, is diarrhea. <laughs> the word itself. I mean, the spelling of the word is pretty freaky. Like, yeah, it's an interesting you, word. I mean, two R's, an H in there. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't really. Roll off the tongue, so to yeah. speak. But it's actually derived from the the Greek language. Yep. So uh, and it and it's got a terrible meaning, as in free yeah. flowing. I'm looking up. Um, yeah, the a flowing through. Yeah. But see, to me, like when they were inventing the spelling and that word, it's like someone had diarrhea, <laughs> and they said, "I just don't care. This will do," because I would have spelled it totally differently. But yeah, um, yeah it's. It's one of the harder words to spell in a spelling competition. It's a disaster. Yeah. Might be good in Scrabble as well. No. Well, you'd have no. to be joining onto something. <laughs> yeah, diarrhea. Because <laughs> there's a lot of letters in it. And you only get seven, so you're going to have to... Wow. Well, there's an A there. Airplane, 
diarrhea yeah. airplane. <laughs> I don't know. Alrighty. Well, on that note, uh, we'd better finish up. So, again, uh, if you are enjoying our podcast and uh, you want to support us a bit, uh, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and uh, maybe you want to get in contact with us as well. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook. Abuse. Applause. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, compliments or death threats. Yeah. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, it can be actually a, a nice thing to get out of your system. Just <laughs> hate on us. We don't care. Yeah, we might read them out. So, yeah. uh, alrighty, well, uh, that's it for today and we'll be back again next time. <laughs>